Hello, and welcome back to Naomi Explains Marketing, the show where I help coaches and consultants and experts and authors and other associated nerds and geeks and misfits sell the contents of their brains for cash money. I'm your host, Naomi, and today we are tackling the third in our three ways to make it easier for your prospects to take action series. We are talking about objection reversal. If you haven't heard them already, also check out the previous two episodes on scarcity and urgency. Okay? Okay. Let's do this. When we first try our hand at selling stuff, we tend to focus on features, benefits, and outcomes. And this is because jerks like me keep yelling at you to talk about features and benefits and outcomes. But those aren't the only things that matter. We don't just buy everything that sounds cool. Because if all we cared about was features, benefits, and outcomes, we would buy literally everything that had anything going for it. Like, holy crap, that house has a roof. Snap that baby up quick. But but you, are, you already have a house. Who cares? Stop quibbling. Get me a pen. So if the features and benefits and outcomes are the pros of a product or service, then the drawbacks or downsides or deal breakers are the potential cons. And the prospect reads our lovingly crafted sales copy, outlining all of our snazzy pros that our thing has. And then they come to the only reasonable next question, which is okay. But what about the cons? And their unique individual objections are their cons. So, your new coaching program. Say it comes with weekly accountability sessions and dedicated text support, and it will help me achieve my goals faster. Awesome. I believe you. But we're not just done, and I'll just whip out my credit card. Now, we move on to my potential issues. I can't pay the whole thing up front. My schedule is erratic. Do I have to learn some new tech on some new app because I do not want one more goddamn inbox? These are this prospect's objections, and you can have all the weekly accountability and tech support that you want, but I'm not buying if you can't intuit that these other things might matter to me. However, if we can do a reasonable job of being empathetic and speaking to their concerns, then we clear the obstacles between that first maybe and the ultimate hell yes. What do you need to know about objection reversal? A few things. First, when you're writing your copy, keep your explicit reversals to a minimum. An explicit reversal is if the seller comes right out and addresses that you're concerned about something, like worried about the price, we've got you covered, and then they go on to pitch you on their awesome payment plan. Explicit reversal is a valid sales tactic, but if you do it too much, You look like an infomercial or like you're selling used cars. It has a slickness to it that is not on brand for many experts or coaches or healers and the like. Now, used sparingly, explicit reversal can communicate a lot very quickly. So you don't want to dismiss the technique entirely, but too many of these and you're going to start to sound defensive. Now, the alternative you want to use more frequently is implicit reversal. You're going to work out what their concerns are, and you're simply going to preempt them in your features and benefits section. Like, 
You're hosting a week-long retreat, and instead of just talking about the curriculum and the teachers and the food and the primal movement sessions at dawn, you're also going to let them know that you have cabins for families and activities for kids. And that sort of resolves the, okay, but what the hell do I do with my kids issue before it even comes up. In implicit reversal, you don't say, I know your kids are important to you, and you're wondering, how could I possibly get away? No. You just say you have family cabins and daycare and trust that they are clever enough to make the connection. Next, although you will sometimes hear them used interchangeably, objections are not the same as doubts. Doubts happen when a prospect doesn't totally believe your claim or they don't believe your thing will necessarily work for them. Objections come when they absolutely believe your claim but there is something standing in their way. So doubt is, I'm not sure your course is as game-changing as you say it is. Objection is, I don't know if I can make the live calls. Doubts are, I'm not sold. Objections are, I'm sold, but. Many times we inadvertently try to reverse objections by reassuring doubts, and this ends up sounding like defensiveness. You see this in sales pages all the time. In some section on pricing, they reference the price or investment. And instead of engaging on facts, which is the confident approach, they just start laying on more sales copy. This is an investment in your future. Think of how awesome it'll feel. What's it worth to you to have blah, blah, blah. And this isn't addressing the price or the payment options or the logistics. It's trying to spin the prospect into not minding the price, and it feels evasive, and that erodes trust. So when we're reversing objections, resist the urge to start defending your offer's value. I know it's good. You know it's good. You don't have to defend it. Now, one exception on the more sales copy front. Some good copywriters will weave legitimate objection reversal into what looks like slick sales copy. So if a potential objection is, oh my gosh, I'm already behind on like four courses right now, addressing a pricing concern with, and remember, you'll get access to all four modules for life, is actually subtly addressing that. And it can spark thoughts of, well, I guess I can pause this and come back when I'm less busy. And it can be very effective. Just make sure that when you do this, you're addressing real concerns here and not just restating a few random features. Next, and this one matters. Given the audience you are targeting, do not stereotype or oversimplify your objections. People buying coaching, healing, mentorship, growth workshops, personal and professional education and development. These people are not the masses. They are much less likely to self-identify with cliches and stereotypes like busy parents don't have time or broke students have no money. So if you are going to explicitly reverse objections, try for some nuance and inclusivity in your copy. All right. Consider the following. I get it. With everything going on in the world, not everyone has the same schedule as they used to. We have all had to make adjustments to allow ourselves the grace to be more flexible. And with that in mind, we've made some changes to our scheduling policy to make our workshop more accessible to a diverse community of attendees. That has a little more je ne sais quoi than 
I know you're a busy entrepreneur. So don't be afraid of going deeper with these people. They can take it. Last, we're going to end on a trippy note. When attempting to empathize with our prospects, we tend to project our issues and insecurities onto them. We have money issues. We assume our prospects are broke. We are disorganized and never have any time. We assume our prospects have no time. We're exhausted. We assume they're exhausted. So when we're too biased in our attempts at empathy, we end up addressing issues our prospects don't have and not addressing issues that they do have. Like you were broke as a joke and haven't really healed from that. And now you're charging $47 for a little course and you are terrified other people will think that's too high a price. So you spend a disproportionate amount of time talking about price, which your prospect doesn't care about, and you never talk about whatever thing they do care about. So if you notice that the objections you are trying to reverse just so happen to perfectly mirror your own insecurities, it might be a good idea to get an unbiased opinion from someone who maybe has a different temperament than your own. So that is is objection reversal, the third in our triad of ways to make it easier for people to buy things. With that, I leave you to write some glittering sales copy and or watch Star Trek DS9 reruns. Be excellent to each other and have a wonderful day.